Hey, Ash, did you know OkCupid is the only dating app in the world that lets you filter out singles that don't care about the issues you care about, from climate change to being pro-choice to LGBTQ rights? I always find it so hard to find a way to get those questions out in the first few conversations when you meet people. I never want to seem so serious, but those are honestly huge deal breakers. I understand. You know how I feel about uncomfortable moments and conversations. This is exactly why I think you should try OkCupid. The app has a one-of-a-kind algorithm that pairs you with people who value what you value and keep those who don't far away. That means no more wasted money, no more wasted time, and no more surprises. It's time to find your person. Download the dating app OkCupid today. Ask Ashley. Yeah, that's me. And me. (laughs) Oh, best friend. We killing them. No new friends. Get rid of them. Oh, these new niggas. Yeah, I ain't feeling them. Yeah. Losing the Super Bowl is nasty. Nah, I don't do it. It's an extra check. <laughs> I know. That's how you think about it. I can't stop looking at these memes now. Yeah, he's addicted. Just that fast. Yeah. <laughs> do you want headphones? Do you prefer headphones or no headphones? No. Oh. I wear headphones since y'all got them, though. I don't yeah. want to be like the odd person out. You know, it's fun to hear yourself live. And it's cool. Come on. Let's go. He want to get out of here. Have a seat. <laughs> she likes that. All of a sudden, Ash was extremely turned on. Very being told what to do. He did that. Yeah. He made you sit down. I tried earlier that. and you just. Come on, let's go. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck oh, off. You don't have the first time we've seen a smile. Oh, all night. oh, you got two dimples? No. You do? I think you yeah, might have two dimples. Damn, when you was a little kid, they was probably mad cute. And then you grew up and Damn, so now what are they're a about red right flag. Now? Trouble. Trouble. Run. Run the other direction. Two dimples is like light eyes, sis. Yeah. Nah, light eyes. I ain't got two no dimples. time. What you'd rather be with the devil you know than the devil you don't, right? No. no I like I God. Jesus. I always, but, my I, Lord and Savior. I always told myself though, when they say red flags and run the other way. Like you can control when you don't know what you're dealing with, but when you think you're dealing with God and you're really dealing with the devil, then what? This good, is what we've been luck. conditioned to. We've as been conditioned women. to deal with the devil, you know. F- the devil. There good. are actually like good, good men. men out here. Some men relationships. He don't really want to talk about this anyway. Yeah. What? You don't really want to talk about relationships. Ashley. Yeah. Tell the people who we have here today. We have the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> he loves that look. It's <laughs> the laughing. first time we've seen a smile. I'm laughing because she drank our drink already. Shots fired. Ashley, yeah. Tell the people who we have here today. We have Orlando Scandrich. He hates it here. First of all, he don't even know. He don't even completely rethinking his decision to come here. This is a lot. We started off talking about Noah's Ark. We started talking about cheating. Then we started talking about your vagina. But nobody (laughs) knew you were this versatile. They thought that maybe you were an American sports football cornerback. They thought maybe you were born and raised in Los Angeles and then drafted in 2008 by the Dallas Cowboys and maybe played for the Chiefs or the Eagles. Mm -hmm. They also might know that most importantly right now, Mm -hmm. you are the host of the About the Game podcast where you talk about sports, you have a weekly catch up. You talk predictions. You talk about what it was like as a football player with other athletes, but what they didn't know about you that you could come to ask Ashley and talk that shit. They didn't know that. Or you didn't know that. 
They didn't. Thanks for having me come. I really didn't know what to expect. To be honest, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> Brian just said. Uh, Brian was like, "Come on, oh, just come and do their." Brian, podcast. I, I mean, he was just like, "Yo, do this podcast." Yeah. I didn't really know what it was about. Um, learned about a <laughs> meme page, dear young queen. Yeah. It's our, Dear young bitter woman. Oh, oh that sounds like think... a bitter man. No, sounds I'm not. like I mean, a man I'm... that's not used to a woman speaking her mind. Oh. Listen, I let women speak. I got the choice of if I'm a listener or not. Why do we have this man here today? We have this man here today because it's Super Bowl Saturday. And I am a huge football fan. I feel like I know a lot about football. She and really we... does. She and really. we wanted to invite someone here today that we could have a nice little conversation about football. We've had a couple athletes on the podcast yeah. that have shared their perspective. Mm-hmm. But like, um, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yep. The host of About the Game, we're in our first season. It just talks about like the game. We get into anything from X's and O's to what life was like in the league. It just depends on how we feel. Sometimes we get back and forth to arguing about sports. Sometimes we tell about stories about the things I've been through. I mean, I got mm-hmm. drafted when I was really young, 20. Yeah. So I was a totally different person now. I still feel like I'm evolving as a person and I'm not a finished product. Okay. Yeah. Dope. And what days do you guys release on? Wednesdays, I believe. But I never listen. I don't listen to myself. I'm also a contributor at Fox, uh, Undisputed, Speak for Yourself, Colin Coward. I never listen. So when I walk out of here, I'll probably never listen. And what's the reason? Are you someone that's like highly critical of yourself? I am. I'm going to be more critical than anybody of myself, but I hold myself to a high standard. But at the end of the day, I know I'm not perfect. Do you believe that being highly critical of yourself comes from sports and comes from the fact that despite giving your all, whether you gave your all or your least, there was going to be a comment about how you performed? Not at all. It's just a standard. You know, when you set a standard, you got a goal to reach every day. When I make decisions, I try to ask myself, am I getting closer to my goal or further away? And then Mm -hmm. that's how I know if I'm making the right decision or not. Mm -hmm. I like that. And so what made you decide or want to start a podcast yeah how long have you been retired from football i think my last year was right before COVID. okay um i played so 12 19 years or 2020? Yeah, 19 19 played 12 years wow congratulations that's a, not normal took, took a lot like it was, it was a lot on me i uh, yeah. had kids at a really young age just actually talked to my mom about this um the other day i uh, went straight from my mom's house as 18 year old kid go to college stay there for two and a half years get drafted go straight into all these responsibilities play yeah. one season, then have a kid the next off season. So I've never really had time to myself mm-hmm. my whole adulthood. Mm-hmm. I was in some long relationships, went from a three-year relationship with the mother of my daughter to a seven-year relationship with the mother of my son. So now it's, it's like- 10 years. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot. decade Fucking, and you were only in just two relationships. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been in a lot of relationships in my life, like serious relationships. Yeah. So There is a part of me that often sees athletes who are most successful when they are in relationships. Yeah. And then there's the the stigma that tells athletes you will be more successful if you have home in order or in a relationship. Being an athlete, you have the structure. The schedule is structure. You really only have to deal with those few months that you have off. But I've been through some stressful things behind a woman. That's what I always wonder because women are so emotional. And obviously, if I'm going through something in my relationship, it affects my entire life. Your whole household. Yeah. Did you experience that? Like when you're dealing with like stressful things with a relationship, did you see that in your work? Well, I never, ever lived with someone 
year round. Oh, you didn't? No. So until I was done, mm-hmm. I lived with someone year round and then it was done. You know, that's interesting. interesting because I that's think about cool. that with me and Deshaun also because so much of our relationship, although we've been together for a long time, we spend a lot of time apart, you know, because I didn't always go yes. to the cities with him and stuff. And it's interesting when you're forced to be together every single day. And wake up and it's like, oh, I ain't got shit to do today. I don't got to be at practice at 6 a.m. I'm here. It changes things, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do believe that the person that I end up with, he'll probably, if not me, will have a traveling schedule. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to end up in a relationship with someone that I can be around 24-7. And you're an Aquarius too now that I know. Mm -hmm. There's an extreme value in our independence. And it's crazy odd to like say that out loud and take comfort in it. But like, I hope it ends up traveling most of like a not most a could portion cheat. of the week so you could cheat no not in so peace <laughs> ash has been pegged a cheater by orlando guys or this maybe is he keeps hanging on to this cheating thing i feel like maybe he's been traumatized by a cheater in his life Uh-oh. not at all are you triggered all. yeah because no, he keeps projecting cheating the- on me and it's like <laughs> i've only cheated once in my life like it sounds like at maybe the, you've been cheated on at the end of the day everybody gonna be where they want to be yeah, but I'm also not a cheater. I, I cheated because I'm someone f- wouldn't let me go and said he tore up my whole crib. <laughs> like, but, like, I had no choice. Like, he won't leave. So if you had a man and then he was cheating and cheating and cheating, but then he went off and got, like, some therapy, does he come back a new man? Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. The therapy worked and No, no, actions? you can't decide if it worked or not. Oh, no. Nah, he just got to come back. He gets to come back. I and mean, like, how long was he in therapy for? At some point, it's got to work after <laughs> yeah, so many weeks. Yeah, it definitely in, kicked a in, month right? Of intensive therapy, like he went to a rehab. For like what? he didn't Cheaters? have his phone, like is he didn't have his possible? phone or anything. I mean, that is something solid, and I feel like we could create a rehab for cheaters. cheaters. I if there's not a great idea, if there's not a rehab for cheaters, there needs to be a rehab for cheaters. This is how you keep yourself from a an expensive ass divorce come to rehab for cheaters spend a month with us and your wife won't divorce you You save yourself some money and you give it to us that's still that's still spent well it's spent well and we won't charge as and much as also, your wife hello we will not and it's take not what your wife is gonna walk away with so you want to pay this little half. divorce money this little rehab money or you want to pay that divorce money I love it too, Ashley. Ask Ashley Rehab. I actually feel like also most people in our age range and demographic are right at this point as yeah, well. Yeah, we're like about to get divorced. divorced. If you're married, you're on the brink of a divorce. Facts, right? Fuck now. Just don't get married. I'm a firm believer in, you know, like when you're in a relationship, the person that cares the least is the person who runs the relationship because the person um, that... Because that the per- is a f***ing word. That... <laughs> person who cares the least does run the relationship because the per because the person that cares the most is going to spend all her time worrying about what the other person is doing it's a fact or his depending on yeah yeah because sometimes either way the man cares the least and then it switches to the woman caring no stuff can switch so like that's the other tricky part is that what by the time the man looks up and wants to participate which is what we're seeing now in our 30s. We're all of a sudden seeing women that never cared about themselves or what they had going on. We're all about them. We're all about their men. And they look up and they're like, damn, well, now he has the opportunity to care about me and he still don't. It's a very interesting place to be in in your 30s as a woman watching your friends that have been in relationships. It's a super interesting place to be, particularly when you're single. I don't, I, I don't believe in single though. 
because nobody is really single because somebody's always talking to somebody. So then does single mean that you don't have anybody to talk to or does single mean that no one's claiming you? Oh, I mean, if you're not married, you're single. I think it's interesting what he said because he said no one's really single because everyone is actually there are some ties to other yeah, people. Everybody regardless. talking to somebody. There's no one that's just sitting here talking to nobody. I Means I mean, people that lie obviously. to you and be like, oh, I don't talk to nobody until yeah. you start talking to her and her phone ringing at nighttime. Then it's like, <laughs> Does oh, that happen to you? No, but I mean, you know, you know what it is. Yeah. See, you happened to you before. No, no. Your phone well, don't ring at nighttime. <laughs> the bitch's phone definitely ring at nighttime. Some guy recently told me hmm. about something he saw on my phone five years oh, ago. Yeah. This is nasty work. And I never imagined like who goes through phones. No, no, no. no. My shit going off, like you said. You, know how you oh. just see something. You, you see, see shit. And this is not two weeks ago. I'm bringing up a story. He was like, "Oh yeah, so and so," and I was like, "Huh?" And he was like, "Yeah, I seen him in your phone." Da 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 da. And I thought, I'm single as. You saw someone in my phone and attributed me to that. Just was because right? my phone. Was he right, though? He, he was, was right. right. <laughs> he was right. He was right. But also, he's seen some shit in 2016. <laughs> this many years removed. Had I known that he had questions about that, I would have addressed them and handled them and probably cut off the other. I doubt it. No, this is not no, a doubt. I'm telling you. This is a fact. Yeah. No, so that, enough so do that you he think cared that, that enough. That affected it absolutely did. And now this many years removed, I'm understanding how this affected how our relationship transpired. But yeah. had he convers had a conversation with me, I'd have been like, yo, that is here for a good time, not a long time. Let me tell you about him. And if you would have told me that this made you feel a way, mm-hmm. I would have clarified it. But instead, he held on to it for six years. Now, in the six years, I built a real relationship with this he didn't want to tell me about. And now we sit at a different crossroads. Had you said something six years ago, we would have been on a very different crossroads than we are right now. Sometimes you don't want to let your right hand talk to your left. You just see shit. You just let it. But that's what's interesting because that's like a male trait. Thank you. I feel like men store shit and they might hold it against us and it'll cause them to not want to be in a relationship with us or whatever. When you could have just opened up because the safest place you could have this conversation is with me. I've seen it and I know it's happening. Then it's your phone. So you really know it's happening. But I need you to let me know how the you feel. Why I need to let you know that I know you're doing something when you already know what you're doing. Let me tell you something. As a woman, I've been watching what you've been doing Mm -hmm. and I've been keeping my mouth shut also Mm. because I know that despite the actions that you have, I know where your feelings are and I know how you feel. So I've been stomaching shit. He stomached it too. Here we are both stomaching it. If we just had a conversation about it. Was it meant to be? Mm. He's not wrong. He's not was not it? wrong. Let's talk about Super Bowl is tomorrow. Yeah. I know that you played for a franchise that people live or die for. Mm-hmm. Like a Cowboys fan or the loudest fans you could ever meet. Nightmare. Now Rams fans. Now everybody's a Rams fan. As someone from whose family is from St. Louis. Did they follow him to out here? They did not. It was actually yeah. a very big form of betrayal. Like yeah. it feels like. <gasps> Yeah. And now LA they are, are the St. Louis Rams fans are now Kansas City Chiefs fans. Oh. So they're not back. You know, Kansas City Chiefs it's actually right is Kansas City, Missouri. It's not Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah. It's, it's in the right Missouri there. side. It's the same thing, though. 
No, it's not. It's like five minutes, 10 Maybe. minutes. When I played for the Chiefs, I felt like Kansas, 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 Kansas City. It was yeah. all Chiefs. Because well, like, also when you played, though, the Rams existed in Missouri. No, the Rams were here. Oh, they were? were yeah. When, when did the Rams that come was like to your LA? Last season where the Rams came the to Chiefs? LA in 2018. They were in the Coliseum. And no, sorry, the Rams came here in 2017. I played okay. in Kansas City in 2018. When I played for the Chiefs, we played the Rams at the Coliseum. I'm wondering. Yeah. So I've never been to St. Louis. I've never been to St. Louis before, period. I'm just saying, uh, when I was in Kansas City, Missouri, and I kind of lived close, I got my hair cut in like Overland Park. Overland Park? Yeah. And I, I lived in, um, what did they call it? Like the I little Power and Light District. I lived in. I lived in Power and Light District. Okay, yeah. So it, it was all Chiefs fans. Everybody loved the Chiefs. By the way, that was the worst place on the planet. Listen, no, I could. T- I gave you one in Tampa. No, it ain't worse than it ain't worse than I Kansas don't City. You. It's cold as hell, and sometimes you don't see the, okay, the sun for three fair, or four days. But Tampa is just the oh, armpit the of the. And the people are some of the ugliest people I ever seen oh. in my life. Okay, well, let's talk about this. Okay, where do you feel like is the best place in the United States of America to play football? Dallas. It's a great organization, um, great group of fan base, great stadium. Were you there the longest? Ten years. Yeah, you I, were in Dallas ten yeah, years. If I had to, if I had to do it all over again, I would have just stayed in one just place. Retired. Yeah. I would have just stayed. I wouldn't have retired. I could have stayed. I had the option to stay. Oh. But you know, I thought the grass was greener on the other side of the fence, and, and it's, it's normally like, oh, not. That's so interesting. You played there in ten years. Mm-hmm. That's- I mean, that's a special journey through the NFL me. to be on one team for 10 years. Like, that's a long time. It was it was craziest to me because I started playing in the old Texas stadium. Then I actually moved over oh, to the new God. Cowboy Amazing. Stadium. And we started in an old practice facility. And we actually moved over to a new practice so facility. So you saw, you the whole saw thing. that growth. Mm-hmm. That new stadium. I've never been, but it looks amazing on TV. It is. Is SoFi as good? I've never been to SoFi. Oh, but you haven't? SoFi is inside. It has a roof over the top. It looks amazing. But they said when they built SoFi that the goal was to be better than that stadium. It was all. They were all built by the same The same, the same company. person. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they have like those suites on it's the It's all field. tied into Jerry Jones. That's crazy. Do you I go back so now? I haven't been back at all. No. No. It, and that's always what I wonder about the NFL. Were you ready to retire or did the NFL retire you? I haven't even been in an NFL stadium since I've been done playing. You haven't. Mm-hmm. So and you why? don't watch. Like, I do watch it. I haven't been into an NFL intentionally. Intentionally. Yeah. Because do you feel like you I just don't think I'm ready. No, I don't feel like I'm on the field. I play for a long time. Yeah. yeah. I just don't feel like I'm ready to like put like my emotions back into that yet. Do you have any desire to get back into football, like coaching or anything uh, maybe. like that? Maybe. I worked with some high school kids. You mm-hmm. know, it's, yeah. But I don't know if I have a desire to be a coach. Like, is this, those are longer hours than being a player. That's the truth, honestly. Like, as I meet men that have, like, become coaching, they're like, what the f-? I didn't sign up for this. Like, I didn't yeah. know this is what it was going to be. But also, Ashley said, did the NFL retire you or did you retire? I mean, I was pretty done. I would say I wanted to play one more year. I always told my little girls that once they started middle school, mm. that I would be done. I ended up being done right before middle school. And it was the year of COVID. So it yeah. kind of worked out conveniently. Yeah. I thought I had given everything I had to the game. I, was, I missed a lot of time with my little girls. A lot of time. And, you know, I'm just happy that I can be a part of, like, their athletic life. And I can be in their life and just being able to take them to school and being able to be with them and being able to just sit on the couch and just yeah. be with my kids. Are you like coach dad? Like, are you super hard on them? I know Deshaun. I am. Like I am. Level. But I try. I'm like, Fuck. I kind of like give them to yeah. my friends that are trainers and I kind of yeah. let them do, do their it. thing. And 
we try to I try not to be too hard and we leave it all in the gym. But I mean, we did. We have spent some time at the beach running. We have spent some time at the Santa Monica stairs. And <laughs> it's these dads that are like that competitive nature. Then you have these girls that are like breeding that same competitiveness. I know my my daughter, and I I know your daughters, and <clears throat> I feel that from them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you also have a little boy. Are you gonna let your little boy play football? I mean, I would prefer that he doesn't. I think that it has really affected my temperament at times. Uh, it affects my mood at times. Okay. But I would prefer that he doesn't. Yeah. If you look at guys who have retired from the NFL and they have sons, a lot of them are not playing football. They're playing baseballs. Like they're they're investing in other sports because I think that you guys have firsthand knowledge of what the sport has done to mm-hmm. you. Ashley and I spent a lot of time, particularly after Antonio Brown had that kind of blow up at the Jets and we spent a, a whole episode damn near talking about that and some yeah. premium content talking about our experience now that we're seeing a lot of male friends have exited the NFL and are now dealing with what is CTE or the effects of what is CTE. It's a, it's a difficult transition. You know, I'm real big on the performance anxiety curve. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to continue to trend upwards and have little dips and big climbs. And um, you just got to surround yourself with love. Um, you got to have somebody that's, you know, going to pick you up when you're down. There's going to be bad days and, and good days and anything in life. You know, me and my boys always say ups and downs is for real. <laughs> it's going to always be ups and downs. Hopefully more ups than there is downs. You know, I ain't going to say I had to have some dark days since I retired, but I just try to keep pushing and just try to be positive and know that life is short. And I got a lot of people depending on me. Ashley and I, we spend a lot of time talking about the female perspective of women that have spent time with athletes and what it means as they retire and the transition that happens in your life. But I feel like men don't necessarily feel comfortable talking about that experience. And I have to know what it feels like to be someone that as, and I don't know your story, so please correct me if I'm incorrect, but a lot of what we experience are men that have exposed their families and their friends to life they never experienced that saw income that people in their life have never seen Mm -hmm. that saw opportunities people in their life have never seen for be that person that provided all of that for not only yourself but your friends and your family around you Mm -hmm. and then to know that this opportunity has ended or changed Mm -hmm. not only has the opportunity changed but also your pockets change yeah people that have a been depending on you for 10 15 years to help them out yeah. i can't do that no more for you yeah what the fuck is that experience that like? was a hard word especially when someone has has received the whole time but yeah. you know you just, just kind of try to stand firm on what you believe and you would just like to think that you've set things up to yeah. that they can continue you should have been trying to live a life that you can continue for yeah, the rest of your life orlando let's be honest a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of yous and i'm not saying you particularly but a lot of yous this is the first time we ever came across this that ever saw this amount of money there was no lesson to teach you how to hey, do this life's hard nobody ever said it was easy if it was oh, gonna be no, easy no, everybody no, would be doing do it this, life is hard but at the end of the day you know if, if you're an athlete you should have that mind frame that you're resilient yes. so for me i'm resilient yeah. Um, I'm going to keep working regardless. I'm going to keep mm-hmm. grinding. I'm going to keep a goal. I have a short-term goal and a long-term goal. And I got, I got a tattoo on me and it just says, I'm not what I ought to be, I'm not what I'm going to be, but thank God I'm better than I used to be, which means mm-hmm. I'm consistently striving every day. Straight up. Yeah. Honestly. That's good. And that's one thing I, I hope people put their kids in sports for is that knowing yeah. how to take an L and knowing that that L don't change actually who you are. Right. That like you have the opportunity every day 
to become better than you were mm-hmm. the day before. And you have the opportunity to win when you felt like you had lost. Yeah. But I got to know Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. Rams versus Bengals. Ooh. I know you a whole ass man from LA. Yeah. But who you but got? Who you got tomorrow in the game? Man, I've been totally <laughs> off. You know, I thought it was going to be Chiefs 49ers. Did you? Yeah. Um, Ash too, basically. No. What do you listen, think? Listen, halfway through that Chiefs Bengals game, I found myself, I don't know, I don't f-ing f-ing with the Bengals, but all of a sudden I was, yes, I believe in the Bengals. <laughs> I do. I, uh, you do. I do. I think that everybody <laughs> is is just thinking it's going to be the Rams. You know, yeah. they got all the star power. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be 60 minutes. And the Bengals, they're, they're playing with house's money at this point. Yeah. They got nothing to lose. <laughs> nothing. They got nothing to lose. And that quarterback is... They, him. Who's they, the quarterback? I don't know. Joe Sorry, I guess. Burrow. They and play. this... It came into that division final, whatever, with that chain on and his whole demeanor. I was like, I f- with him. What was his tell me? I what? You didn't see all the photos? I think he had a, a Nike, like a tennis yeah. chain on with like yeah. a Nike check on it the or something. He came out there very good. Is he black? No. No, he's a white boy, but he got flavor. He's like one of those Travis Kelsey white boys. Any black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl? Well, it's only two quarterbacks. No, I know. Is either one black? No. No. We have any black coaches? No. So who do you got? So who do you have? I got the Bengals. I just feel oh, like yeah. I feel like they don't got nothing to lose, and I, I feel like it's against. They're against all odds. Listen, I'm a 49er fan, so I got the Bengals because <laughs> the Rams. Really? And I believe that they can win. I I believe that they can win the Super Bowl. Right, I know yeah. a lot of you ladies don't know who to root for. Yeah. Can we root for the Bengals? Yeah. Put your money on the Bengals. I believe in. Their quarterback. Yeah. They're, they have a, they have like a young. Where did, um, they, where did he go to college? Joe Burrow went to LSU. They have a yeah. young group of okay uh, skill players. Okay. Jamar Chase. Okay. Mm, um, really Joe good. Mixon, T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Joe Burrow. You think that that is going to outshine the Rams' experienced quarterback? They're his pretty experienced I mean, wide receiver. No moment. It's pretty like. No moment has seemed like it's been too big for Joe. Um, okay. Joe Burrow was okay. a five-star recruit, went to Ohio State, couldn't even make He's the cut. The couldn't, biggest of them. couldn't get on the field at Ohio State. Mm. Really? Had to transfer to LSU, won LSU a national title. All right, ladies, listen. Listen. I'm going to tell you how I'll be making some extra cash. Yeah, Ash be on. I be on FanDuel, y'all. Yo, <laughs> don't believe me. Ash really be I on I know that FanDuel. Orlando can't probably talk about this and like you, everything he got going on, but over here... I be on FanDuel. And Ash be making her little coins And I be making my coins, <laughs> extra coins, y'all. Yeah. I want you to know it sounds like our expert NFL here this week on the podcast. And also has, your expert, Ashley. Say, put your money on the yeah. Bengals. They got heart. Put your money on Joe Burrows. Yes. And listen, when you guys get those coins, just subscribe and add our extra premium content. And don't tell us we never told you nothing. This generation may have the largest influx of young leaders since the civil rights movement. They're starting their own organizations. They're finding ways to empower youth and culture. They're standing up and they're speaking out. And this Black History Month, McDonald's is kicking off Future 22, a campaign celebrating 22 Gen Z leaders across the country who are making an impact on their communities right now. McDonald's is showcasing their efforts and the impact they're having on the world. 
Head over to We Are Golden on Instagram to learn more about the 22 young adults that McDonald's has selected to not only support, but help elevate their voices. I was in a relationship for 10 years with two different people. So it's like, that's back to back. I feel like I, I know the mistakes that I made. And, so you know, how does that change you now? Did those relationships shape you and like where you're at now? Are you more honest? Like, I mean, I just learned how I don't want to be, you know, but. It takes 21 days to like break a habit and then to build a habit like takes two days. So because of what I went through, like I built really bad habits mm. and now I'm still trying to break those. And just temptation is like a big thing. And sometimes you make a decision and you really didn't want to make that decision. And now you made it and you tell one white lie. And now you consistently covering up these lies because of a bad decision. So do you think that you forgive? I do. But, you know, some shit permanent. I feel like. In order to have the perspective that you're talking from, that's like reflective. There's a level of forgiveness to be able to accept the situation as it is. I mean, I could forgive anything if I know what it is. If you're honest, like what more can I be mad about? But I never ask a question that I don't know the answer to. Mm. So I'm going to wait to ask the question. I think that's important. I don't think that most men don't ask questions they don't already know the answer to. I think by the time a man is bringing you something. Right. He already knows. He already so knows. Well just... By the time we're also prepared to bring it, we also already know. Yeah. That ain't true. I think women are like the police. They only know what people tell them. So you think men are different? Yeah, like way. a woman, she ain't afraid to pick up the phone and call her homegirl. Like, you know what this did? And we yeah. were, yeah, work together. A man, a man <laughs> is not going to pick his phone up and call his homeboy and say, hey, do you know this and this? He going to put it together all by himself. Yeah, but That's sometimes they're all right. by themselves be off. Don't really be off. Oh, they, you I think don't, I, I don't really be off. Let me sit on this for a second. Okay. For real. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Don't really be off. But see, a girl, she gonna jump the gun and yeah. then because she felt about how something happened before, she gonna try to put the pieces together. Then she might got her bitter homegirl that's adding fire, like, you know, giving oxygen to the fire. It's okay, true. Yes. He, I actually don't think he said a single thing wrong. Mm -hmm. I actually think that, yes, we jump the gun far faster. We put together stories in our head far faster. We do all of that. Mm -hmm. But their lack of communicating when they're upset yeah. actually f***s up men's perspective. What's your worst catch-up moment? Age Can we lost. talk about it? Please. <sighs> I think it was when I was going through some things with my daughter's mom and- mm -hmm. No, I feel like we was going back and forth and, you know, we was living together, but we was like in the process of breaking up. Yeah. So when I came into town, I asked if I can just stay at the house with the kids and get the house to myself for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like I might have like looked through her, opened her laptop. It was open on like Twitter or something. And mm -hmm. it was like someone in there talking about nice to meet you guys at the beach, play beach football or something yeah and i hit her up about it and she was kind of like uh, she kind of was trying to tell her story but by that time i had already took the kids to my mom's house he was already went out started drinking and then i come back to the house with a girl and i forget to lock the door so i think that when she comes she comes in the morning and i think she's to the coming house that is that you guys share she comes in the morning <laughs> this brought a bitch home to the house that he shared but we weren't living there at the same time. I was in town for the weekend and she gave me the house with the kids. So And she pissed him off in the process. Yeah, so I took the so kids to my angry. mom's house. So I, I go, I'm living in Hollywood Hills at the time. So I go to the club, whatever, come back home, forget to lock the door. I pass out. Oh, bam. no. Pass out, laying in the bed. So I remember, I remember 
waking up in the morning, but I thought I was dreaming, but I like could feel her like standing over the bed. So then I just hear like a double thump, like like she pulls the girl out the bed by of course by her head. Yes, because and then I like wake up and I'm just like, what the. F-? So I'm like, but I'm I don't have no clothes on. Neither one You're of us have clothes naked. on. But I didn't even have sex with I, her. I swear to God, right in the gut. Honestly, I know that we don't ever want to believe it, but I do think that most times when men get caught in the worst shit, it usually be in times when they didn't even get it off. Yeah, all the times they got it off, we never catch it. Yeah. But it gets worse though. Uh-oh. Oh no. So like I get her, like I grab her off of her, you know, like I separate them, like I put her in the hallway. Are you still naked there this whole time? Dick yes, slanging? Yes, but no, Dick I, now, now I probably put Dick now slanging, I probably like, put, yo, you stop to the left. Dick I probably right. put some clothes on, so oh, okay. I just hear her like call my mom, like she then her dad comes over there. What? But how fast? Yeah, hello. I don't know, probably like no, this is an all day thing. So then her uh, friends come over there. So then her friends because come over there. This is also her home. Yeah, so then her friends come over there and then so I can't like let the other girl leave. Wait, so the girl is still at the house? She can't get downstairs. And all your other girls people yes. are asking, now you got to protect the side bitch because there's it's a gang, she wasn't it's like, gang on gang. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. gang and she yeah, by, so, herself. by herself. Yo, she by herself. That's your responsibility. So that, so that was like the worst thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> I can I tell you one thing? I came home one time from work. Why you ain't texting? Tell them you was on the way at least. I live here. I don't gotta text no and tell him when I'm coming home. I'm gonna text no and yeah. tell him when I'm coming. So to you my don't crib. text Deshaun like, "Hey, I'm on the way home." No, they live there. This is our house. This is my house too. Yeah. What do you mean? This is nah. not. Anytime anybody, I live with anybody, I'll just be like, "Yo, text me when I'm on the way home." If that's your crib. Well, that feels suspect. If Deshaun told me to text him every time I was coming, like, let me know, like, you're no. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna pop up. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be home at six, and I'm gonna be home at three. If I'm in a relationship with you, I'm gonna be like, Ash, text me on the way home, so I can know to expect that you're coming. You gonna do light the candles? Anytime I'm on the way home. Oh, you do? Yeah, I'm on the way home. I'm gonna let you know just in case something happened to me. So it's like, damn, I don't even know. What's what? Really? Yeah, I swear. Like that. He finessed it. He's right. On the way He's home a is finesser. a good one, but that's not why he texts. That's not finessing. Like, I'm on the, hey, I'm on the way home. Even if a girl's about to come over and she's like, I'm about to come over in like 30 minutes. All right, text me when you're on the way. I do that too, but it's like, text me on the way so I can make sure that like I'm showered and I'm clean. Nah, like, <laughs> just, it's just text me on the way just in case something happened. Life's short. People going to cheat. Listen, it don't... It, it, regardless if you text me on the way home, if I'm a cheat, I'm gonna wake up in the morning and do that shit. I'm gonna do it when I, I don't need to like have a I schedule. Mean, if I'm a cheat, I'm gonna do it at the end of the day because I'm a loyal person. <laughs> a loyal person. <laughs> I'm a loyal person. So if I'm a cheat, it's gonna be at the end of the day. <laughs> I've heard that before. That's funny. Loyal Let's people are the this. ones who cheat. It's tricky. The one thing that you do do in your podcast is talk story time. Yeah. <laughs> and so you were cornerback. Yep. I feel like cornerbacks talk a lot of shit. It's the game within the game, but yeah. Yeah, like I feel like if all the <laughs> in the game of football that talk shit, cornerbacks be talking the most shit. Yeah, I would like, say so. I mean, all those <laughs> talk shit. Is the 100 yards on a football field where you hear men talk the most shit? I mean, you do, but I mean, when you play in the league long enough, you start to develop respect for people. So you're going to approach things and address things a different type of way. But yeah, sometimes you get caught in situations you try not to get personal. You try not to, to take it too far. But, you know, obviously sometimes it happens. This is good. I want to know, like, what's the worst shit talking you were ever a part of? Like, whether you were the one who said it or some said it to you and you was like, you crossed the line. So, for instance, remember that whole thing in the NBA with 
with Carmelo Anthony and Kevin Garnett yeah, and nah, Lala and the Cheerios. I ain't, I ain't going that far. No, you don't got to go that yeah. far. I'm just saying like in the NBA, like that was some shit that the world was like, oh shit, don't yeah. talk about my wife. Yeah, right? but I don't so even, was, was that even ball. true though? Because KG said it wasn't. And it, he did. He was probably just trying to antagonize yeah. him. Like, Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going that far. Like, you know, I was more into like my guys and my team and. Yeah. I mean, I always had respect for the game. I always respected yeah. the people. So I didn't try to like cross the line. I never talked about people's girls and their family. But or... but now it's more shit talking is because everybody is friends because of social media. Like everybody oh, is like switching jerseys and everybody's friends. Yeah. Like, you know, when I was in the league, I only had the friends that I trained with in the offseason and I ain't with the rest of them and then the dudes I had on my team. Mm -hmm. But now everybody is friends and everybody came up on Instagram being each other's friends. So you said there's more shit talking or less shit talking? Man. friendly shit I think it's talking. more friendly shit talk now yeah when when you were playing that shit was real yeah, because like, now we it's like trying to win because now it's like you know everybody will go to twitter and start having twitter arguments we ain't had yeah. that shit when i was playing yeah it was like it was either happening on the field yeah. or it wasn't happening yeah hey queen we see you from being a boss executive to tuesday night tennis lessons to helping the kids with their homework and still figuring out a way to get dinner around the table. We also see you when you try to sneak in those lunches and brunches with your girlfriends or try to get a weekend getaway that we know ends up being anything but a getaway. But somehow you do it all and you do it all without breaking a sweat. And you do it all in style. <laughs> That's right. The fully reimagined Infinity QX60 is a luxury SUV designed to help you conquer your life in style. It's an SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. With available features like seating for up to seven passengers, a suite of active safety features, and massaging front seats, the all-new QX60 is also here to help you conquer it all with ease. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. And guess what time it is? Question time! <laughs> this is where it gets racy, Orlando. It's been easy for you. I just have to know. Have you ever gotten head with a condom? I it. <laughs> you never got head with a condom. Tell the truth. Nah, Tell I mean, the truth. I mean, though. if I look at a girl, if I looked at you and was like, I gotta wear a condom, like, I probably shouldn't So you never paid for head? No, no, no. Now you asked me if I bought a prostitute. Well, well what I'm saying is typically aren't prostitutes the one oh, giving head with condoms? Nah, no? with it. Do real girls give heads with condom or only people that are trying to protect because they do it frequently? Because they not get used and abused. Yeah. Oh, not used and abused. They might. I don't know. I ain't. It takes away all the sensation. Well, that's how we feel about it. Okay. So you've never gotten head with a condom? Mm -mm. Not for me. Hmm. Okay. Well, good for you. Do you Wait. think that either of the people to your right <laughs> get Botox? Raise your eyebrows. She does. You do too. <laughs> She's never had Botox. I have. Oh, okay. Incorrect. Nice okay. try. Okay. Unless done to an extreme level, ladies, men actually don't know. Men don't know. Do you think we've had any other things? Anything done to our done face? To our face? Filler, Either one of us? lips, anything? anything? No. Just Botox. I mean, I would have thought bo your, your skin's pretty smooth. Yeah. Would you ever get Botox? I'm not against it. Right. You're on TV, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. Against that's it. a that, and so Have you, you wore makeup. Nah, just bronzer. Bronzer. That's makeup. Nah, it's bronzer. Well, then I don't wear makeup either. Then, if that's the case, I wear bronzer. <laughs> no, Maybe you got nice bronzer. skin. Yeah, I wear bronzer too. As my fucking head and, is shiny, my nose and, is shiny. And makeup though. What you mean? You wear makeup too, like foundation. No. Never. She Never. doesn't. You don't wear own foundation. no foundation. I don't own a foundation. She owns a concealer. 
Like, yeah, no. I don't own like a like like a something that people like spread on their skin. Oh yeah. I don't own that. I was wrong again. Okay. Well, the next question for you is: Have you ever been turned down for sex? Hey, I'm sure. Yeah. What do you mean you're sure? Yeah. What do you mean? Just because you get all the sex you want, don't mean somebody ain't said no before. So someone said no. And how did you feel? How did you receive it? I mean, I can't miss nothing I never had. I know, but did you feel some type of did way? You were, like you threw a little fit, like, ah, oh, you, you, bitch. Or did you I'm be nah, like, are you sure you don't want this? Like, you don't want this dick? dick? You're like, what <laughs> nah, happened? <laughs> it's never nobody that I wanted to hit that I didn't hit. Like, it's never like a girl that I was like, you know, I want to do this that I didn't. But so have I been turned down before you? Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about it. The I don't remember who I, I can't remember the last time I got turned down. But you think you have. Yeah, I'm sure. But you don't remember. No, I don't remember. Man, you remember. I, I mean, if I get a conversation, if I got turned down for I sex. Remember I remember that. that. If, I, mean, I encounter a lot of people. I'm selective now. Now. I'm a changed man. Now. But let's talk about your first few years in the league. When you weren't so selective. And the fing raggedy bitch that should have took selective. in the dick told you no. Let's talk about it. I can't remember. I promise you, I can't remember. If I lie, I die. And you wouldn't remember that when someone was like, nah, I'm not with you Mm-mm. i'll just remember my wins i don't remember my losses listen if i get you over to the house i'm gonna hit and if i don't do it the first time i'm gonna get you over a second time to do it so i didn't really get turned down i just didn't get it right when i wanted it okay sometimes you gotta f- somebody's mind before you do their body correct next question the final question you've had a very successful career mm-hmm. you've seen a lot of the world mm-hmm Post-career, you've decided to spend your time commentating Mm -hmm. and celebrating football, even still after you're done playing. Okay. So the question is, why do you do now what you do? I mean, it's all I know. It's like my home. I'm very, very comfortable doing it. Um, I have a lot of knowledge about it. So Mm -hmm. it comes like second nature to me. And you still get to be around the game without dealing with the physical part of it, the part that hurts, the emotional part of it. You just get to talk about it and go home. And then <laughs> yeah. being on a podcast or commentating or doing analyst work, you really can never be wrong because it's your opinion. Yeah. I like that. What has been the best moment of you being in the commentator, podcast, host spot? I would say having a, a continuing role on Undisputed with Skip Bayless and Shannon oh, Sharp. Just, just yeah. to, Fire. Just to be on a show and, you know, to be recognized for something else and show people a different side of you. Just the amount of people that it's like, hey, I seen you on that show. Hey, you're doing good. I mean, those are the top two. That's the top show, sports show in the world. To be able to be among that company and hold your own was great. Is this something you ever dreamed of when you were a kid that you would think post-career you would still be working in football? To be honest, I was a big, big time like Stuart Scott fan. I would wake up, watch Sports Mm. Center. And my mom would always say... My mom would always say, like, why do you keep watching this? It's the same highlights over and over and mm-hmm. over. That's how I feel when you be talking to about ESPN. I'd be like, yo, this came on at 9 a.m. Why are we watching it again at 1 p.m.? Yeah, I mean, that's how my ex was. She'd always be like, we just watched the whole game. Why are we watching the highlights? <laughs> this is the best part. It's not the best part. We saw it in live action. Play ball. Well. Let me tell you something, yeah. Ashley. He smiled. Like I mean, this four is easy times. for me, though. Um, four I gotta, times he smiled? I think so. Just, I counted four. Deshaun has been friends with Orlando for some years. I haven't been around you a ton of times, but I've never seen you smile. <laughs> <laughs> also, your girls are very stoic as well. They share that with you. Yeah. Wow. He smiled four times and counted it. Yeah. He made them laugh, Ash. He may oh, like you. Shit. This may be a love connection. No, I'm like, I he talk a lot of shit and I'm an arrogant. What did he say to me? I'm an arrogant something something. She's not going to put me on her merry-go-round. 
Oh, merry go round. Mm-hmm. She's ready to settle down. It's a roller coaster. It's yeah. so much more fun than a merry go round. So what are you on? Not a merry go round. What are you on? I'm just what's for me is gonna be for me. Whatever comes to me is gonna come to so me. So you're open to a relationship. I mean, I'm not close to a relationship, but, but I'm also not, not gonna chase anything. I never ran track a day in my life. I won't be chasing anyone. Let me tell you something. You know why you should never chase anybody? Mm-hmm. Chase you a chase check. If you're chasing somebody, that means they're running from you. Mm. It's not true. And I also believe maybe they're just going in a different direction. Nonetheless, they're running away from you. Some people just enjoy the chase. Then when they get it, they don't want it. I like to say to women and Nigerian queen, never chase anybody. Get your shit together, and you'll run into them later. True, but sometimes you got to go get what you want. Ain't nothing gonna be given to you. I just feel like a man that is going to go after what he wants has a level of security. And we've talked about this and a level of confidence yeah. that is attractive. Yes. So if a man comes after you, he wants, he to wants be it there. and you're he like, wants all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He likes this. Oh, it's tricky. Well, it may be a love connection. No. I'm always trying to hook Ash up with our male if guests. She do lives you in, want to take her She lives in New York. Day? She's always here. What's she going to do for me in New York? I have a whole room in my house for this bitch she's there at least one week a month mm-hmm. I don't like know. We'll it's see. almost like she's here my girls are like we're like literally Ashley, i don't like to feel home. denied stop trying to sell me it's like I, I, don't, I wouldn't say i wouldn't say denied. denied it's not even something like the thought the thought Orlando hasn't even went through my mind really it's a cool. very i don't like I feeling don't, denied i don't care don't force it i feel denied the point is he likes you <laughs> He's obviously showing interest. Yeah. Thank you, Joseph. Ask for her number. Just do it, Orlando. You like her. She she would be a challenge for you, and I feel like that is admirable. And you would like that. No, but then, like, when I'm in there, when I'm there, then what I'm going to do? Then she's going to be like, you never should have hooked me up with this. No. This ain't shit, nigga. Try it. your fault. Now I'm in this. I don't get that from you. No. Nobody is an ancient. Until they're actually, I can read him. I you know. Can't. I feel like he's slightly evolved. Like he's been around the block. No, like a hu- I agree with yes. that. One hundred and fifty percent. Well, Ashley, what? thank you so much for inviting <laughs> Orlando here to the podcast today and Whether, giving you a date. Well, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, he's going to a date after. I'm this. not staying here too now, long. I missed the time. Now he's looking at his watch and he wants to take you. I missed the time. I'm not. It's a very I'm, nice watch, by the way. I'm going through his drive through I like it. Should we it. talk about his watch? Because listen, I already told him about his glasses. You know, I'm not very complimentary. Thank you. But I did. I did. I listen. I don't feel like this would be a bad catch for you. Okay. So, like, no. Now you want to take her to dinner? Oh my God. Do you? Actually, no. Stop making Maybe me. Not. If I want to take her to dinner, I'll reach out to her and let her know. Whatever. I, mean, I think we should. It's fine. Right now in the podcast. So I'm the like the 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 last person of the deal. Like everybody gets like thrown her. Like she's just chopped liver. Have I ever done this? No, she's never done this. Okay. This is why I'm very uncomfortable and a little bit <laughs> yeah. nervous. Honestly. Well, I did it. <laughs> I can like, tell no. when I want to take you on a date. No, you I'm can't. You've just, never hooked me up with. Oh, that's a lie. You have? Yes. Oh, you're right. And he took you on several dates. He did take me on several dates. And he actually really liked him too. Exactly. So the point is, if I'm jumping off the ledge, he was also one of Deshaun's former friends, and they don't work out apparently. So, well, who? You live in New York, though. So it's like I know how I am. Like I'm very when I'm into somebody, like I want to be with them all the time. Then my mind is like I have a ADD mind, so it's like. 
couldn't we, deal with it. By the way, it. so it's like no. When, well, you could just move her out here. I've been trying to get her to LA for a while. Ashley, this is exactly. This is exactly. He's going to take you on a date. It's a fact. He's uncomfortable with the situation. Stop talking about him. I'm trying to wrap the show up, and you keep trying. (laughs) And this is another episode of Ask Ashley the podcast. Orlando. Yes, ma'am. Everybody listening to this podcast right now now has their money on the Bengals because of you. Where can they find you? In your phone. (laughs) Um, My podcast about the game. Okay. Pod. Yep. About the game pod on mm-hmm. Instagram mm-hmm. website. Where can they listen? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere yeah, you listen to podcasts. YouTube. Yep. Apple Podcasts, okay. Spotify. I think they got a TikTok. Mm, TikTok. Listen, Ashley, if it ends up working out, I just I hope get you the f- credit. I just hope you give a hell of a f- bridesmaid speech better than what Bitch. you did today on this f- podcast. Well, I'll kill it at that All point. right, because you. It didn't do I so may great be, here. And I'll be more drunk, so it's fine. Even better. Even better. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you are not already subscribed to About the Game podcast, please make sure that you do subscribe. Listen, new episodes every Wednesday. Orlando Scandrick as your host. Not only recapping the week's games, but also making predictions and talking about what it was like with other players during their time playing sports professionally. We are super grateful and thankful that you were here. Thank you for having me. Anytime, anytime. Anytime you'll come back? Anytime. Ooh, talk that. (laughs) That's only if you go on a date with him. That's a guarantee. (laughs) And that's how you end a podcast. (laughs) You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ask Ashley Podcast. And if you want to connect with us, you can find our website at www.askashleypodcast.com. If you're looking to connect with us personally, you can find me, Ashley W., at Dear Young Queen. And you can find Ashley N. at Ashley North Style. This episode of Ask Ashley the Podcast is brought to you by Hulu, celebrating Black history always. Hulu has the shows and movies you love and is committed to providing a platform for Black stories to continue to be seen with the Hulu Black Stories Hub. Watch Women of the Movement, and catch up on Snowfall, Atlanta, Queens, Grand Crew, Blackish, and Abbott Elementary. Binge RuPaul's Drag Race, Power, Queen Sugar, Tyler Perry's Sisters, and Hulu Originals, Wu Tang and America Saga, Woke, and more. With all those plus classics like Living Single and Family Matters, docu series like Your Attention Please and Black Love, and Hulu original movies like The United States vs. Billie Holiday, and Onyx Collective's award winning documentary Summer of Soul, you can find stories and storytellers that highlight and celebrate Black history, past and present, on Hulu's Black Stories Hub, 365 days a year. Hulu subscription required, terms apply.